Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudah Today we have fiqh and subhanallah I got two questions from two different people but around the same topic one from a student who goes to a high school and another brother who works in an office and they ask in subhanallah the exact same questions about the Friday prayer and which is very important to clarify this the, the, I was so happy that I came to know that brother especially the one who goes to high school wanted to establish the Jum'ah prayer at the school they want to pray Jum'ah at the school alhamdulillah but he came today I said I asked him you guys have Jum'ah over there he said no I said why not he said because somebody told us there is a, a, a specific number. If you don't have that number of people for that Friday, you can't pray Jum'ah. I said, and what is that number? He said, I heard it has to be 40 people. It has to be 40 people. I said, if, you, if it has to be 40 people that you can't establish Jum'ah anywhere except in the masjid. Sometimes you might not even get this number of people in the masjid if it's a, a, a small community. So this is subhanallah need to be addressed even though the 40 people for Jum'ah is the madhab of Imam Ahmad rahimahullah Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal rahimahullah is one of the umams of fiqh that said the number of people that is required for the validity of the Jum'ah prayer the number of people is 40 people and if you do not have this number of people, then you pray it as dhuhr. But let's look at the hadith. Look at all the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu Those numbers, whatever 40, some scholars said 15, others said 7, others said 12, others said even the imam has to be like established imam. Yeah, real imam can lead the Jum'ah prayer. If, if there is no imam to lead Jum'ah prayer, then there should be no Jum'ah prayer. You just can perform this as Dhuhr prayer. These conditions, if you look at them, you will not find them anywhere whatsoever in the Quran or the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, there are some ijtihad from the scholars because they look at the Jum'ah and the, the importance of Jum'ah and the value of Jum'ah. So they, you want it to make it very official and real. But those conditions, when you study the Seerah or the Quran or the Sunnah, you will not actually find those conditions. The strongest opinion is that if there are two or more people present, Two or more people present, meaning one person with the Imam, then Jum'ah prayer is valid. Can you imagine that? One person with the Imam, one can deliver the khutbah, and only one person is listening to the khutbah, Jum'ah is valid and it is counted as Friday prayer. The Prophet said, Two or more, two people or more, constitute a congregation jama'ah he didn't say just the, the one of the daily prayers maghrib in general and in general and he also said to malik ibn al-huwayrith idha hadarat as-salah fa'adhina wa aqima 
ثم لي أمكما أكبركما. He said to Malik ibn al-Huwayrith radiyallahu anhu ardah, when it is time for the prayer, let one, one of you make the adhan and the, the eldest of the two of you must lead the prayer. So this hadith indicates that two people are enough, are enough for the congregational prayer, for the jama'ah prayer. If you have that number, one person with the imam or more, it is very valid insha'Allah ta'ala and it is very, very permissible to establish the Jum'ah prayer. Especially for Muslims who live in the Western communities, this is kind of impossible to get 40 people at a school or a workplace kind of impossible, then those people, if you do, they do not come to Jum'ah prayer at the masjid, then they will never ever be able to establish Jum'ah their entire life. And this is the same brother who worked at our office. I said, I have about four or five brothers with me, but they don't come to Jum'ah for some reason. So he said, just I thought, what if I start Jum'ah over there just to get the ajr and slowly, slowly drag them to perform Salat al-Jum'ah. Said, MashaAllah, this is great. And he said, but I heard that there is a specific number of people. I said again, this is not true. Just to go and do it, inshaAllah ta'ala. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for starting this. So this is inshaAllah permissible. And it's very important for our youth, especially those who go to high school. Really, they must be encouraged to perform Jum'ah prayer. If they cannot get early dismissal and come to the masjid, then inshaAllah the parents who have kids at those schools must do something about it. If they need anything from us, a letter from the masjid or something, we definitely can provide them right away. And they, they will offer them. They will never say no. Just we have to, inshaAllah, plant the seed. And this is, will be a sadaqah jariyah for good, inshaAllah ta'ala. This is number one, the first point. The second point from the same student, he said, but can we do it at 12 o'clock? Because he said, during the Jum'ah time, which is 1, 1 1.15, we have a class at that time, and we can't leave the class, but we have a break at 12 o'clock. Can we do Jum'ah prayer before that? Which is another amazing question, mashallah. Can I do it during the break time? Okay, even though the majority of the scholars, including Ilam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, Malik rahimahullah, Al-Shafi'i, and the rest of the scholars said, the time of Jum'ah is as the same time of that, uh, uh, of Dhuhr prayer. It is the same time as Dhuhr prayer. However, subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so merciful that you will find also the opinion of Imam Ahmad, even though he's the one who's so strict with the number of people, gave us another way to perform Jum'ah before Dhuhr prayer. Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah, in his madhab, he said that the time of Jum'ah prayer begins at the same time of Eid prayer and Duha prayer. What time Eid begins? That's actually when the sun rises. And this is the same time of Duha prayer. This is not an ijtihad. This is, has an authentic, very strong hadith and dalil from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And also the other imams have their dalils. And if you combine both of them, you will come to know that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam sometimes finished his Jum'ah prayer, khutbah and salah, both of them, before the zawal time, but most of the time he used to finish it after the zawal time, which is dhuhr time. 
And it has been reported that one of the tabi'in said, I prayed with Abu Bakr radiallahu And he finished his jum'ah, his sermon, and the prayer before noon, meaning before the sun uh, uh, reaches uh, the, its meridian or zenith. And I have prayed with Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu and his jum'ah, his sermon, and the prayer lasted until the sun passed its meridian. So Abu Bakr, some, in some uh, times, he used to finish Jum'ah and Salah before Zawal time, and Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu after Zawal time. For both of the, those two Sahaba to do it this way, that means it has been practiced that way during the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And also in Sahih al-Bukhari, Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhu said, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would pray Jum'ah, and then would finish the Jum'ah or pray Salatul Jum'ah, and then we would take our camels to rest until the sun reaches its zenith or its meridian, meaning that is before the world time. That shows that sometimes the Prophet finished Jum'ah before the Zawal time. But most of the time, he used Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to pray Jum'ah at Dhuhr time. It's always important to go with the Jumhur, to do it at Dhuhr time. Go with the Jumhur. But in this case, if you look at it, is it better just to not to do it because you have to do it on Dhuhr time? Or you can take that there are some you know, room there are some room and you can do it before the time if you have break at that time and you cannot do it in, during the, its actual time. So this is insha'Allah ta'ala, it's permissible to do it before, but let's put it this way in case of necessity. Yeah, don't take it just in case of necessity. If you really that you cannot do it at one o'clock, you can't leave the class and there is no way to do it. It will affect your grades, this and that. But you have a break at 12 o'clock, then definitely you go for it, inshallah ta'ala. And it is 100% valid. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it from them. Allahumma ameen. So these two questions are very important about the number of people and the time of Jum'ah. The last point, another brother asked, if I miss the, the Jum'ah prayer, I miss the khutbah, and I come during the prayer time, if I catch only one rak'ah with the Imam, I catch one rak'ah with the Imam, do I make up three rak'ahs or one more rak'ah? Huh. Agreed? Yes, that is true. Some brothers think if they miss Jum'ah, and they come during the prayer, they attend actually two rak'ahs with the imam, and they, they get up to make up another two rak'ah, because thinking that yani, jum'ah, khutbah jum'ah equals two rak'ah. No, it is part of the prayer, but it doesn't mean if you miss it and you catch the prayer, you have to perform four rak'ah. If you catch one rak'ah with the imam, then you may pray it as jum'ah. You just need to get up when the imam makes it the taslim and make up one more rak'ah. The, but the condition is to at least to catch one rak'ah with the imam. With the exception of imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, he says, if you are able to catch the salah before the imam makes it asleep, even you did not catch any two rak'ahs, just but you were able to join the prayer before the imam says, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, you still can only pray two rak'ah. 
and there is also a very very valid opinion either any way any one of them you can take inshallah ta'ala it's correct and there is nothing wrong with that inshallah so according to them abu hanifa just to catch the jama'ah regardless to catch the jama'ah to join the prayer before the taslim then you have catch actually the Jum'ah prayer. You just need to make up two rak'ah. Other scholars said at least you need to catch one ruku'ah in order for you to pray it as, as Jum'ah, insha'Allah ta'ala. And this is from the ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We look at this, subhanAllah, the difference of opinion. It, it is a blessing from Allah azza wa jal. It's a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase uh, our knowledge. Allahumma ameen. Any question? Yes. Yes. Okay, sure. MashaAllah. A lot of hands. Okay, let me cancel the